Welcome to the Think Wealthy Podcast. I'm your host, David Prail. The Think Wealthy Podcast is sponsored by YDLP Investments, the home of the $10,000 commercial real estate investment. Hello and welcome back to the Think Wealthy Podcast. I'm your host, David Prail. And today we're continuing our discussion of REITs and syndication. So last time we discussed how a REIT is typically publicly traded large sums of money going to a REIT, they buy up lots of real estate, they pay out 95% of their cash flow. Syndications can be smaller than that. You're putting together your money with some other people, you're buying a property, operator runs it, you pay the operator fees. Now, why would one invest in a REIT instead of a syndication? Now, there are several reasons for this. Firstly, REITs are usually very large and run by known entities. Anyone can run a syndication. So if you invest in a REIT, you're probably getting some very established management. You usually see management teams that have decades of experience. A syndication can be run by anybody, and you have to do a lot more research into who's running it. Is it someone with 30 years of experience, or is it a guy who's this is his second deal? Secondly, publicly traded REITs, at the very least, are registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, and they have to file quarterly reports. They have disclosures. Syndications have no such obligations, so with REITs, there will be much more transparency. Thirdly, because REITs are publicly traded, your funds are liquid and can be sold at any time on the market. Just like you can go into the market and buy a REIT, you can go in the market and sell your shares in the REIT. Another advantage of a REIT is the incredibly low cost of entry. Again, these are co- companies that are traded on the open market. So typically what happens in the open market, you have a company that can be worth a trillion dollars and the shares are trading at 100 bucks a share. So you can go in very cheap. I've seen REITs trading at several dollars a share. Syndications will typically have a minimum of anywhere from $50,000 to I've seen some deals that have a minimum of a million dollars. Uh, we're not talking about people who are raising money from large swaths of people, especially because you're limited in who you can raise from. Uh, we'll get to that later. But a syndication typically will be limited to accredited investors. Um, you can't raise from the wide open market, and therefore syndicators are not going to be accepting small amounts of money. Now, why would someone invest in a syndication and not a REIT? Sounds like REITs are pretty good. So here also there are several reasons, several advantages to syndications. For starters, returns are usually better. This is due to several factors. First of all, REITs are what's known as institutional money. These are very large buyers competing as very large buyers. And this level of demand creates an upward pressure on valuations. Larger properties typically sell at higher valuations because the demand is much higher. People have billions of dollars that are sitting on the sidelines waiting to go to work. So if you have a higher buy-in price, also known as a higher cost basis, your returns will, by definition, be lower. Another reason REITs underperform syndications is they don't have access to some of the smaller, more creative opportunities. Many opportunities in real estate exist because either smaller operators, mom and pop operators, they 
either let a building go to waste or they're, they get tired and get a little lazy about raising the rents and maintenance, etc. And smaller operators with a few million dollars can go in and buy the property and make an amazing return. Larger institutions have to buy from larger operators who don't leave such money on the table. They can't, if you have a billion dollars to deploy, you can't go buying up deals at five, 10 million at a shot. You gotta be buying deals each at several hundred million dollars. Another advantage of syndication over REITs is that there is usually no intermediate corporate structure, which allow for all the gains, both cash and depreciation, to flow through. Every syndication I've been involved with is facilitated by an LLC, which is a flow-through entity. This means that the investors in a syndication can receive the full depreciation, which helps to offset other capital gains. Or if you're defined as a real estate professional, even regular income. With a REIT, there is an intermediary structure which prevents you taking advantage of the depreciation directly. Another advantage of syndications is that they're not liquid. Now, I know a minute ago he just said that liquidity was good, and liquidity is good and is bad. On the one hand, it allows for easy access to your money. On the other hand, it also means that you could panic sell. So liquidity is a bit of a double-edged sword. Typically, it's looked at, looked at as a positive, but I've certainly seen situations where people would have been better served to not have that liquidity. All in all, I personally prefer syndications as they offer better returns for similar, if not better, well, maybe slightly higher risk, but the returns are, are there. And depending on what one's trying to accomplish financially, one has to ask himself if a REIT will actually help them achieve those goals. All right, so we're out of time here. Next time we'll continue talking about syndications. Specifically, we're going to talk about how to do some due diligence before you buy, what kind of questions you should be asking, and how to look into a deal. Until next time, thanks so much for joining. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you learned something of value. If you've gained from this podcast, please do me a huge favor and leave a five-star review. If you feel that I haven't earned that five-star review, please reach out and let me know how we can earn your recommendation. Until next time, I'm David Prell, and thank you again for joining me today on the Think Wealthy Podcast, sponsored by YDLP Investments.